What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to the Footy Fetish podcast. This is with myself, Alfie Vincent, my man, Ollie Greaves. Yo. And Mark Fox. Hello. Only three of us today. No Harry, no Bards. We're just doing, you know, just, yeah, the three of us. I don't think they either of them really wanted to talk about what we've got to talk about in today's podcast. So, uh, but we're going to do it. This is the final, U- I think this is, yeah. Or yeah. maybe the plot, and we might do like a Euros fantasy team or something, maybe. You know, or like not fantasy team, team of the tournament or something. That'd be yeah, good. Yeah. That'd be quite fun, actually. We might do. You never know, depending on how the because we've got the, the Premier League starts in like a month, so you know we've got to get ready for that, boys. Jesus, um, back on it. Time. Exactly, but yeah. So I guess I guess we should get into things. Euros final. We know how it all ended. England lost on penalties to Italy. Um, yeah, it was peak. Um, I think the worst thing really ultimately is the scenes that went on after the game finished and everything um rather than the game itself i don't know about you guys i'm gutted but i'm not like it's not of old england where i was angry and uh disappointed it's more of a just the sad that they didn't get it over the hill i guess and and for them more than us because it was just such a fantastic team and like, like i tweeted out straight after the game saying like regardless of the result these t- these t- this England team's already given me two of the best summers of my life. Yeah, hundred um, percent. And we've got more to come, so you know, fuck it, whatever. But uh, yeah, guys, it's, it's we, coming we, out. It's we, coming home twenty twenty two. Apparently, oh, yeah, we just must find when it was coming home. <laughs> all right, but it is coming home. It's coming home. It's, it's coming home. Through. We didn't say it was coming home. Now it's, it, we might it, have been it, talking <laughs> about the Euros, but yeah. But uh, I love the people from well, a lot of people from outside of England still don't get the whole uh it's coming home thing and if they don't now then they never will uh but whatever <laughs> but yeah guys what did you what did you make of the game well obviously i was with you Alf, watching it um it was the first half i thought was very motivating how i felt in the first half compared to the second half was two polar opposites i was like i was watching different games really and um much of it Huh? I remember the Shaw goal and I remember the Chiellini goal and I remember the penalties and that's it. Oh, the yeah. Benut- yeah, the Chiellini goal and that uh, Benut- was it Benucci or Chiellini? One of the two, I can't remember. Um, mm. Yeah, that's all I remember. But I just feel like I don't <laughs> actually remember it. We started drinking about four hours before the game. Yeah, I was quite started. drunk to be fair. When, <laughs> yeah, that's the like, thing about a late kickoff on a Sunday for a final. It's always like by the time you actually start drinking, the game's like still yeah. four hours away. So. Yeah. Um, no, I think the some of the moves or some of the tackles and stuff that they were making, like the Italians, were a bit suspect. Um, obviously, you see the whole thing with Chiellini um, just pulling Saka's shirt back or pulling, like, obviously the scruff of his neck, just yanking him back. And how on earth he wasn't sent off for that was a crazy, crazy sort of thing. I don't think that was a yellow. I think it was a yellow. I don't think it was a red. No, I thought well, technically last man because he was... He'd been beaten. Yeah, but he wasn't through. Like he wasn't through on goal, and it wasn't yeah. violent. Yeah, it was to pull on a shirt, but it wasn't I like. Think a, Georgine, yeah. I think Jorginho should have been sent off for yeah. his for when he stamped on or whatever on Grealish. Oh, that looked yeah. painful as well. But um, but I think the uh, the uh, Keeling thing should have been a yellow. But I understand why you say red because it was fucking dodgy, man. It was dirty. Yeah. That's what it was. There was a, quite a few little suspect manoeuvres from uh, sort of the Italians that game, but see if it is what it is. Um, I think it was just. I, don't, I can't say that we played badly because we, we didn't. It was just. It's more just the the disappointment 
after sort of the whole build-up of the whole Euros and it all get into that last final moment and obviously there are some sort of questions are being asked at Southgate for his penalty tactics but I think we all knew deep down that if it was going to go to penalties we weren't going to win yeah well I, that's how I felt anyway I'm not no, going to yeah, I, everyone but I massively I massively agree no yeah. I thought we were going to win until Rashford missed that penalty oh okay mm. I thought until Rashford missed I was like yeah we've got this and then he missed it and I was like oh ah, yeah. we missed sucks. our last but, three didn't we yeah we missed yeah so Rashford Sancho Bukayo um, but yeah, it just sucks, man. I mean, I feel more for those young, those three, than more than anyone else, really, because obviously the abuse and all the bullshit that they've been receiving after the game and everything—it's just disgusting. And I want to get your take on this, guys. Like, I, I was talking to some people at work about like what would ha- what should happen off the back of this, and I, I do think next World Cup and maybe even well. I, it's tough because maybe you should ban England fans from going, but then also like it's not an England fan problem; it's a football problem. Because we can't pretend that it's just England fans that this that do this shit. It we all know, Italy is one of the worst places to play if you are not white. Like let's call it what it is, yeah. right? Um, you've got other kind. Obviously, you know we should hire higher held. We should always aim to uh, what you call it. Hold ourselves in like a higher regard than these. You know we should be better, but. Like we can't just pretend it's England fans. Like, unfortunately, it was England fans this time. But you know, fans from all across the world have do this shit. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's a football problem. Last World Cup, England problem. Russia were nearly kicked out, and they were hosting the bloody thing. Yeah, because God, they were yeah, definitely not Ru- Russian like... mobs just beating up all the other teams' fans and stuff. And it was just, That's it was crazy. crazy. There was serious talks with FIFA as well about them actually getting kicked out of the World Cup, which I think ideally that will. At the, in the end, they kind of came to the conclusion that if we kick Russia out of the World Cup, it's just going to get a whole lot worse because they've then got nothing to lose. The fans, obviously, it's not like they're now being threatened with something else. It's then just right. Well, you're out of the World Cup, and that's it now. But so there's a lot of talk about England not being allowed to play at the World Cup and all that sort of stuff. And honestly, it's, it's a load of crap. We're not going to get banned from the World Cup because of what happened. We probably won't obviously. get a World Cup here for for a little while. No, no, well, Seb Blatt's not there to bribe anymore, yeah. so who knows. We probably won't get it to host anything, but I th- the boys should still go, but if they were like, we're going to ban the England fans from going to Qatar World Cup, I mean, fine. One, who the hell wants to go to Qatar? To watch? I mean, I'm a, one of the biggest football fans around, and I do not want to go to Qatar to watch England play. Um, <laughs> My stepdad used to work there, and it's yeah. a mad country. Like, proper mad. I don't know right. much about it, but I just can't be asked to go all the way over it's, there and watch football. Like being in the Middle East, you can obviously sort of probably imagine some of the strict rules that they have. Of course, um, yeah. But like something like something as simple as spitting on the road, but like as you're walking down the road, lose your left arm or your oh, left hand or whatever. You're joking. Joking. No, exactly. no, it, honestly, mate, it is that serious over there. It's crazy. What? And obviously, the whole World Cup itself for 2022 has been the most mad scenario that i think over a thousand construction workers have died in the building of various stadiums and hospitality um sort of arenas and stuff like that for That's too many people <laughs> well yeah of course and all these uh, a lot of these construction workers that are over there are have come from india or other sort of countries around asia and they've had their passports taken away from them upon arrival and obviously they get the bare minimum in terms of wages food drink 
and obviously they're working in like 40 50 degree heats during the summer it's cr- and that's why obviously the world cup's being held in december um, because it's, it's far too hot over there in the summer like most when my stepdad worked there he had to take a taxi to work every day and it was maybe 400 meters from where his apartment his the office four or five hundred meters not far at all but you had to get a taxi because you would just be you'd probably you start to feel dizzy you'd start to like keel over basically because it's just so hot and obviously you'd be in sort of being sort of someone that's english and going over there you're not used to those sort of heat so yeah it's unbelievable um but yeah it's a it's a pretty crazy country in that sort of regard Um, why um why qatar is is this the world cup i've never really is it is it literally like they're chosen out of luck of the draw or is it they bribed the old fifa president they bribed him and he gave him the world cup so yeah, it's, it's it, not like it's random not, it's, it's not speculation that is fact like so, we know yeah. that to be true that's why he was sacked oh mate <laughs> they still got it they still got the event oh, yeah, well. of course. Nothing you could do it was all gone through after that but you know it's it thing it's been in the pipeline for the longest time like they announced that they, the next world cups for quite some time before they actually happened yeah like, yeah it's, it, it's like, like 10 the next years one after this one's going to be mexico america and canada oh that's cool yeah. that's cool it's Which like, is like north america that's nice i like that yeah um but yeah so back to the so yeah but um apart from that i think you know i think we need to rally behind these boys you know these people these disgusting scumbags that are attacking people online and in public um need to be dealt with and i i've seen things about you know the id situation with social media and stuff like that you know i think there's some kinks to be ironed out with it obviously you know i think it's just suggestions at this point but i think it's a really good start um holding being able to hold people accountable I don't know if you know what it is, Mark, um, but it's like you'd have to have a photo. You'd have to have an ID. Yeah, you verify. You If you want to sign up, like media. the tick, yeah. like you get yeah. a verification tick, yeah. you have to literally say, yeah. this is my ID, yeah. give me the tick. But instead yeah, of the tick, um, it's, uh, you get an account. Just to even get the account. Uh, as of, like, Which I think it's great. Obviously, you need to account. start holding these people to account and start banning them, fining them. What's pretty crazy, though, is the fact that obviously Katie Price essentially started this whole thing because of all the horrible trolling that was going on with uh, Son Harvey. And um, this has been going on for months and months and months. And I think the petition had only got to like 75,000 to 100,000 people. And then as soon as obviously the whole thing with uh, on uh, Sunday happened, all the sort of horrible abuse that's been going on, it's now shot up to over half a million or something or maybe Jesus. even more than that now well i signed up to it and it was at seven hundred thousand, and then i shared it on facebook obviously i saw you mark mark you shared that as well um and then when i went back onto it yesterday i think it hit like 1.08 million or something hey, well, guys um give me a second keep talking i'll, I'll get it back up yeah we'll see so I, I think it's good we'll um yeah we it's need to get it, some traction um but it's kind of obviously it's not really been brought to people's attention until something so high profile has happened. And yeah, it's, it's just vile, man. It, it, it baffles me how someone can literally go from maybe half an hour before that happened, all these people were, were probably going, oh, come on, boys, look, we can do it, cheering every single one of them on. But as soon as those penalties happened, their mindset has just completely gone, just 180. And they've just been obviously horrible sort of trolling being racist everything like that death threats everything and uh people yeah exactly so the um sorry to instruct you there ollie the 
<laughs> the petitions at one million sixty-four thousand five hundred. Love yeah. to see it. Love to see it. So yeah, we'll, we'll get. You know, I think more people are more um, will sign it and that kind of thing. And I saw Boris talking about it today. Ironically, Boris and Pretty Patel been talking about it like they weren't the ones stoking the fire when it was taking the knee for Black Lives Matter and all that. But uh, what Tara and Ming said. Yeah, I did. I rated it highly, and I love the fact that they also rejected the opportunity to go and meet Boris. Uh, yeah, I don't know if you guys knew about that, but no, yeah, it's not. Yeah, they rejected it because it went, which is fantastic, Ooh. I think. Jake, yeah. Jacob, hi, hi Jacob. Hello, yeah. he's in, he's in the hi, chat. Mm. But yeah, we just, you know, things are, looks like we're getting the ball rolling a bit more. Things are starting to really, hopefully, will really take shape, and we'll see some bannings. We'll see some maybe arrests, depending on what. You know, oh, yeah, I've just seen today that um, apparently one of the guys that was sending Marcus Rashford some quite horrible things oh, yeah, has been arrested. Um, so that's obviously something. You must hate children if you hate Marcus Rashford. Do you know what I, I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. You can question his footballing ability, but to like oh, yeah. to overstep well, that mark is. I think Rashford. Yeah. Rashford's penalty was stupid. What he did. Yeah. His run up and everything was so stupid. He should have just like it was just the way everything. His shit was just stupid. But there's no need to go and abuse the man. It's for not God's relevant, sake. is it? I think no, I think he's the first one to know that his penalty was fucking shit. As soon as he uh, hit that ball, do you know what I mean? And it's not. We don't need to abuse him for it, man. He's gonna learn, and I feel confident that next time England in a penalty shootout, mate, Iz is going top bins, and we're winning whatever game it mm. is. I'm confident about that. Um, and yeah, I just think that. You know, this is, it's a bad, it, it sucks, but it's only a good thing really for the boys that are playing because now they have that final experience. Now they know what it, you know, what it takes. Gareth now knows what it takes. Like, that's not, like, it's not only the boy, the, the lad's first time being in a final, it's Gareth's first time being in a final. Um, we'll learn from this, uh, we'll move on, and it's coming home in 2022 when we win the World Cup in Qatar. Uh, and Bakayu Saka will score the winning goal in that, I imagine. Jacob, so, uh, Jacob's made a nice point. Some of the hate doesn't even feel genuine now, like people are just jumping on the bandwagon. Which, unfortunately, I think there's an element of truth there. Yeah, probably. Definitely. I mean, well, you see everyone the next morning or whatever when obviously it all massively kicked off in the, the press and everything about obviously all this abuse and everything. You then see everyone like everyone on my any social media was posting about obviously we're in solidarity with all the players and everything like that and it was it was everywhere but how many of those people maybe not people on my personal social media but how many of these people that were posting about it and saying how horrible it is were the ones it like they were doing it no, or were the ones that were democracy that runs through society is outrageous but like uh, it's that that's just a weird one in it like well, i don't really know what we're gonna do but i mean people obviously say a lot of the times with this situation is like you know people we should take the high road and not wish ill on these people and all this kind of stuff you know try and you know uh although we don't accept what they've done and all this kind of thing you should be caring and show them love you know that's how you beat hate and all that kind of stuff nah fuck that bruv i hope these guys i hope people that are involved in this they lose their job if they you know get found on camera i hope they lose their jobs i hope the world crumbles around them because they don't deserve shit well the way um, the way i see it is yeah, enough of being imagine imagine if someone was in public making these racist remarks to someone's face they'd get arrested for hate speech and they, they, they would get faced that's probably the best thing that would happen to them yeah yeah well yeah exactly but i'm saying authorities would just arrest them obviously the action would happen because they're in public obviously the difference here is that they're not in public per se 
it's dominant. That's why they do it. That's why they're called. There shouldn't be any difference. Trolls. But there shouldn't be any. There shouldn't be any difference when it's. No, of course. And that's where we're trying to get to. I think that's where everyone. Well, we have to figure out because it's so hard to police social media when people can hide behind fake accounts. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. By this whole um, verification thing. Verification. I saw also Boris said that the social media companies or like the companies that run these social media sites. if they fail to remove harmful content, they can be they can be sued up to ten percent of their annual gross. So whatever money they make in a year, they can be sued ten percent of that if they are found not removing so harmful. A lot content. of money, which is a lot of money when it comes to Facebook and Twitter and that they bring in yeah, they rake in Instagram, a lot all money. of that sort yeah. of stuff. So but what's funny though is, however, like if you mention coronavirus or covid or you type it on an instagram story or whatever there's that little banner that pops up at the bottom of your story that was says obviously for the latest coronavirus news or whatever it says something about coronavirus facts and uh, whatever people are saying might not be 100 percent. like click here on this link to um, find out all the actual news or whatever it may be but if they can do that for covid why can't they implement something like that for obviously all this trolling all this all this racism and stuff like that you definitely can it's just you can uh, choose specific words or whatever obviously i know specific words can be used in other contexts but obviously there could be other words that aren't are never used in other contexts so like words yeah. are just racist that you can you have to just sort of ban there's a, something needs to pop up to either instantly ban the person remove the comment remove the story whatever it may be they need to there's algorithms and there's technology to do that and they're not doing enough at the moment 100%. um but hopefully this, like we say and you know hopefully this gets the ball rolling you know it's, uh, it's time for change it really is time for change we've been saying it i feels like we've been saying this for fucking like 20 odd years ever since i've been born it feels like right obviously even before that race has been a big issue and yeah, I mean, it just—it's got to be done, man. We're in a time now where things can be done. I feel. I think um, time and time again, especially in regards to football, all the fans have made change. Imagine it, the, it the Super League that—that that barely lasted in English football. That barely lasted two days because everyone spoke against it. Obviously, it's slightly it's different issue. Great, people put back race, wouldn't it? Like, yeah, it great, imagine but... if everyone actually decided the, the back. The, well, it looks like with sort of positions and things. It looks like that's happening, but no, I'd like so, like people just need to be so vocal about it to clubs and stuff that they are forced to have change because they were forced to come out of the Super League because everyone was like, "We're going to boycott the club unless you come out of this Super League." Yeah. And then I am like, interested yeah. in why like it's England though, like when it's England that's done it and all this kind of stuff. Why it's just gone from like up here, but when you know all these other countries that do it all the time. Mm. Uh, it's just the norm for them get away with it and it's like but but even like you know italy spain all these countries put like they have their problems and they do it too we know obviously i don't want to keep hotting up about italy it's easy too when you know they've just beaten us but they're they're just a great example they are of how it's unfortunate but they are of how like hypocritical the players and everyone in that team are and every and everyone like do you know what i mean like they're, they're looking at us through this lens of like oh the right you know racist bastards all this kind of shit and it's like the fans all their fans are racist all that kind of thing. but mate they are just bad if not worse if not worse and just level. just before we move on from that uh jacob also said i reported someone for saying the n-word instagram came back to me and said it didn't breach community guidelines that's the issue jesus yeah. i mean it, if anyone's dropping the M bomb like that, I feel like someone has to have there has to be like a human element to looking into that. 
because that word does get thrown about in different meanings by different cultures. I can imagine that so you've got here is not someone that is. Yeah, from you won't report certain uses of the word. word. Yeah, you won't. Yeah, you um, won't report someone who you would say the word and it'd be fine. But you would you'd report someone who has said that and really should not be. Yeah, of course, of course yeah. which is the right I thing mean, to do, everyone. Should we? I mean, it is always, this is important to talk about and all this kind of stuff, obviously, and we've been talking about it for like the last, what, 20 minutes, but yeah. I think... It's important. You know, it's, not, it's important, but let's get back into football stuff, shall we? That's why we're here. What we do, slightly on the same topic, but slightly off. Um, obviously, <laughs> Al probably knows about this. Um, Lando Norris is an F1 driver, young yeah, English I guy. It weren't really, but yeah, go ahead. But yeah, he was basically he was at the game. Um, he was obviously obviously drives for McLaren. There's various partnership deals, everything like that. And uh, yeah, he was mugged after the game. He was wearing a forty thousand um, pound Richard Mill watch, and he was getting into his McLaren at the time. Um, and yeah, he was uh, robbed and yeah mugged and even just people that have nothing to do with football. And literally just attending the game and looking to go home again, and they're getting mugged. It's just, it's just mad. It's crazy. And a lot of the stuff that was the whole thing, though. That was literally it. Worked like obviously it was just normal people. Yeah. I mean, they had something to do with the football. But Lando, it wasn't like Lando weren't at the football. He was at the football. I mean, yeah, yeah. Obviously, I'm not because no one should be mugged or anything like that. Obviously, but yeah, like. I mean, everyone in that situation, everyone that was a, a victim in that situation, is all in the same boat, and it? it's just unnecessary and un just just bullshit yeah. basically it's just fucked but let's get on to football man i don't want to talk about this shit anymore it's fucking depressing so yeah we'll talk about england games done whatever we lost uh the boys we love you still and all that um, it's next year it's coming out but let's get into transfer news so i mean there's quite a bit going on but there's also not that it's always mainly speculation and shit at the moment still i think over the next couple of weeks as teams are back people players are back with teams and all that kind of shit we'll see more um see more signings but we'll just get through a couple obviously some Man United news obviously as we all know Jane Sancho was signed but it is now set to be confirmed and officially announced with their new shirt I think it's going to happen on Friday um, so yeah it should be interesting to see that it'll be great to see him in a shirt I'm just looking forward to seeing him come through in and play league. yeah it'd be nice yeah, exactly. so uh, but I feel like there's it, it sucks because you know when this initially goes on there's so much you want to talk about but it, this has been dragged out for so long now that I feel like I've exhausted my Jaden Sancho talk with Man United. And it's just like, well, he's signed or he's not signed. But he's signing and it's going to be, well, he's signed and it's going to be confirmed. But a bit more interesting news is um, they've held uh, positive talks with Real Madrid over the signing of Rafael Varane. Uh, they've spoken to his camp. Um, nothing has been agreed, agreed yet, but it's apparently um, personal problems are not expected to be uh, a thing. Uh, that was by Sky Sports, which would be quality. Maguire and Varane as a centre-back duo with Luke Shaw on the left and Wan-Bissaka on the right-back. That's a bit of a mad defensive unit, isn't it? Yeah, I can't yeah. lie. That's going to be difficult to get past. Yeah. That's a quick back line as well, them two. Yeah. Um, Dean Henderson's recently just said that uh, he now believes that Harry Maguire's in the same category as Van Dyke, which I thought was an interesting statement. <laughs> In well, an I mean, England shirt. At, if you look at how he played, well, I mean, also have to count into the fact that he played the Man United shirt last season. Mm. Um, probably one of the best defences, if not the best defence in the league last year. I don't want to say out of context, but they're definitely up there. Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, they didn't get second for conceding all the goals, did they? They definitely put in a shift, Man United. Yeah, and uh, I mean, if we look at how he played in the what in the Euros, phenomenal. 
I don't see many centre backs out there that are better. And definitely, if we're going to go off that, Ruben Diaz, Maguire is better than Ruben Diaz. If we're going to go, yeah, to if that. we're going to, yeah, off the Euros, yeah, yeah, definitely. Sure. Uh, but, um, oh yeah, I'm interested to see sure. how Harry Maguire does this year, if, even if he is, yeah, alongside Varane, that'll be a pretty mad partnership. See mm. how he kicks on. Yeah, it will be. I, I think. Is it Lindelof Varane... next to Maguire at the moment? Or Bailly. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, Varane's yeah. needed. I mean, yeah, but like Varane was covering a lot of mistakes that Ramos was making and having to cover a lot of balls that Ramos was making. Obviously, he hasn't got the legs in him anymore. So it'll be interesting to see how Varane is when he doesn't have to do that kind of thing because he's got Harry Maguire, who is one of the, you know, uh, fitter centre-backs out there that can he's get very physical. Yeah, so I think I think it'd be great. Um, if they could get Sancho, Varane, and then like Camavinga over the line, United are going to push for this... Uh, Oh, they maybe not push for the title, but they'll be in the battle. They'll be a challenger for sure. easily. For sure. Um, but yeah, and then also just a little last thing is uh, they West Ham were looking into Lingard, but United have priced him at thirty million, which is just too much. Um, oh, and sorry, yeah, United and Spurs are also interested in Argenti- Argentina defender Christian Romero. I don't know much about him. Uh, he's on loan from uh, on loan to Atalanta from Juventus. Um, and he's in the middle of a two-year loan, so I Ooh. don't think that they're going to get that deal going because obviously he's no. on loan at another club. Um, yeah, I mean, talk about the. Let's go to the Lingard thing real quick because that's a bit. I don't know much about Christian Romero. I don't suppose either of you two do as either. Um, when I read the notes at first, I thought it said Cristiano Ronaldo, and it was just because my dyslexia coming in. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, so I don't know. We'll see how it goes. But Atalanta are yeah. a very good team, and if he's a starting player for Atalanta, I would, I would be very interested in. Him. Um, but yeah, Lingard to 30 million guys. Just thoughts on that before we move on from United. I mean, he's a well, how old is he now? Do we know? He's 30. He's, he's had yeah, one, he's let's be honest, he's had what he's had one good season. Uh, I don't he want had... to say that he's had one good season because I do feel like he's 28, he's been playing very well. Like, he has played very well over a few seasons. Yeah, well, he did get sniped up for a reason, but in my immediate knowledge. He, in my eyes, in the world of football, he's had one actually really good... 2014, 2015 was like the Jesse Lingard's years. You know, when he was starting regularly for United and all that kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, he, he did. He pretty young gun. He just scored the uh, winner in the FA Cup. But it's one Arsenal. thing to dip for one, maybe two years and pull yourself back. But for like five... Oh, of course, he's probably had personal problems, but football only, yeah. football only, to dip for like five years is quite big yeah and then to come back and have one good season doesn't mean i mean obviously lingardinho it is a bit of a meme and probably yeah, has yeah, been hyped yeah. up a bit more he has done really well but yeah i think 30 mil is a bit too much i think yeah. i can definitely see him going for 30 mil yeah me too, me too. it is just a five uh, 30 mil is just uh going like we've said previously going from an english club to an english club Premier League to Premier League, obviously, there is a bit of a premium that's added. Um, obviously, maybe in previous years, they might have been able to get him for a little bit sort of less, but West Ham were finished pretty close to United mm. last year, all things considering. Um, so they're probably not wanting to just offload him for sort of too cheap. Um, obviously, United, it's not like they're desperate for money or anything like mm. that. And but I they know West Ham ways, want him. That's, that's exactly, the big difference they, there. They're there. They're in the hot seat. There, they've got advantage yeah, in that sort of thing. Him, to be honest, 
but um, obviously, yeah, he had a good season with uh, West Ham. He's clearly sort of improved his, his his mental state as well. You you can see it on the pitch. He looks a lot happier. Um, but it just depends on yeah, if West Ham are willing to sort of cough it up, really. Um, I wouldn't say it would be a crazy amount for him to go for. Maybe in January before he went to West Ham, everyone would have been like, "Oh my God, like thirty mil? Are you sure?" Um, but I think in the the half season that he had, I don't think it's a, it's a stupid amount or a crazy amount. Um, but... It just depends on the club, I think. Because if it, I would love Jesse Lingard at Palace, but I would hate it if Palace spent thirty million on Jesse Lingard because we don't spend that kind of money. So if West Ham was spent to spend thirty million on Jesse Lingard, then I get it. They spent twenty five on on Ben Rama, and he has done fuck all. Nothing, so they yeah. can get a link player like Lingard in, and he would do more than that already. And it's only five million more than what they pay. So for someone like them or Everton, I'm saying I could definitely see them paying thirty million, and I think that is a fair valuation for him. Basically, I just I think it just depends on the club. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, I hope he gets a move because I think he does. I think that is what is best. Just get out of United, man. Go, go, build a legacy somewhere else for the last, end of your career, and and you know, see if you can get back in the England team, man. Because he was very close, I feel. Yeah, uh, definitely. In this Euros, so you never know. Um, it could happen. But um, oh, uh, uh, Chelsea, they're moving a mad standard. Um, planning to money around Griezmann on loan from Barcelona. Now, obviously, we know Barcelona. We spoke about it on the podcast last time. Barcelona are going through a big um, like controversy and, and dispute with their. Uh, budget well i guess it's with their wages and they've got to clear off 200 million euros worth of wages and all this stuff and so they are opening the door to a lot of players to leave and i think this will be i I don't know how it works with a loan i guess and then they would have to give like well chelsea would have to pay the majority if not all of his wages to bring him yeah there's something that's obviously worked out when they do the deal uh they'll say okay well we'll do a 50 50 split or 60 40 whatever it may be and obviously barca will be looking to pay as little wages as possible to try and obviously reduce this massive sort of sort of debt that's sort of hanging up hanging over them there they're Um, gonna need chelsea to take the full loan like to take the full wage thing because yeah if they do that get rid of to do that to be yeah. like, oh, we'll still pay a bit. They're going to have to, because I don't even know if they have enough players to clear the 200 million, to be honest. Well, that's the thing. that They'll do that, and then they'll have to say, um, they'll put some sort of clause in there to say, Chelsea will be like, okay, well, we want, if, you're, if we're having to pay all of his wages, we will then want X to happen at the end of the loan spell or during the loan spell, whatever. Yeah, okay, well, we want a guaranteed deal of this amount or we're an option to buy or whatever it may be. Something will then have to go in Chelsea's favour if they were going to have to agree to paying 100% of his wages. Yeah. And uh, so not only man like Griezmann they're trying to get, they are still pushing for Haaland. Uh, they have been told it's basically mission impossible at this point. Uh, next season is Haaland's year because they lost Sancho, because Dortmund lost Sancho this year. They're not willing to lose both in the same window. Smart business, makes sense. Completely fair enough, Dortmund. Um, although they will lose a significant amount of money because he has a £60 million pound release clause in his contract next summer. Oh, my God. Would you not... get 150 for him now. Would you might maybe just get rid of him in Jan just to sign yeah. it or something. Like and then that. a lot of teams will be like, nah, we're waiting till summer and we're snapping him up for 60 mil. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I don't know. I think I think he'll be left to next year. I don't think, I also don't think Kane's going to City now. I think that'll be next year. I don't think any big strikers will be moving this summer, really. Oh. Um, 
I think it'll be next year. I think next year will be big because we'll be a year out of COVID, hopefully, fingers crossed. And um, yeah, World we Cup. hopefully move on. Yeah, we've got the World Cup. We can move oh, on. I've got the World Cup. As much as I hate teams spending cash big because it ruins football, I kind of miss teams spending cash big because it's fun and it's <laughs> entertaining. <laughs> you know what I mean? To watch yeah, it move for crazy amounts of money. It's nuts. It's but not it's just seeing the same team. class players playing yeah. for the same teams every week. Yeah. But uh, whatever it may be, yeah. And the last Chelsea point, which is interesting, is uh, obviously we saw they offered 85 million for Chiesa, um, which I don't really get how that worked out because he's not a Juventus player, he plays for Juventus right now, but he's on loan from Fiorentina. So I don't understand how they've offered Juventus 85 million for Chiesa. I'm calling cap on it, but you never know. Yeah. Uh, but they've said, yeah, I, I don't get it because he's a yeah, he's on loan from Fiorentina. He's not a Juventus player, but they're being like, we're not willing to sell him and all this stuff. It's like, okay, whatever. He's not yours to sell. But um, yeah, Chiesa, obviously he's going to be, yeah, he'll be at a big club very soon. Obviously, mm-hmm. he's a Juventus, like permanent-wise, he will be at a big club very soon. What a baller he is. Uh, 85 million, though. It's quite, that's a lot of money for a player that did play well in the Euros. Don't get me wrong. He played very well. But that, and he did okay last season. But that's been about it. I think a lot of people probably didn't hear of, well, didn't hear much of Chiesa before the Euros. I'm gonna put it out there. I never heard of a guy until the Euros. Yeah, yeah I didn't know much about him, but I, I'd heard of him. Um, I can't say I was, I knew much. Yeah, much in terms of how well uh, how well he played mm. and if he was any good. But I knew the player. I, I knew the name. Um, I knew it would have been good enough, but. Yeah, I wasn't quite aware of his sort of potential. Obviously, well, I, watching I only, as much knew him. I only knew him because I kept up with the Serie A last year because Inter Milan were going to win it, and I was like interested in that. Uh, so, apart from that, though, I would never—I didn't know he was going to be this good. Uh, yeah. But I knew his name and knew that he was uh, an all right baller. Um, but yeah, he's much more than that. Uh, but Ollie, your teammate, looking to sign uh, on. Ruben, um... Neves. Ruben Neves for thirty-five million. Yeah. What'd you make of that? I think fair enough. Yeah, yeah. I'm not yeah. gonna lie. Thirty-five mil is not too bad. Um, it's not crazy amounts. If he doesn't work out, I won't be mad at thirty-five mil. Yeah. We've spent bigger on worse players, <laughs> so yes. Yeah. I'm just yeah. I'm willing to try anything at the moment. Get anyone in. Yeah, anyone. One hundred percent. But uh, I th- I like it. I think Ruben Neves would be a good Arsenal yeah. player. I think, I think uh, he would fit in all honesty though. Yeah. Um, I'm assuming you're playing in the deeper two with Partey. I'm imagining that's where he's. Yeah, I'd, uh, yeah, I'd assume so. Especially yeah, if you're looking to get rid of like Jacker, probably Elneny. I really want Jack. I wanted Jacker to out of the Premier League, but now that this Amazon doc is happening, I want Jacker to stay at Arsenal for the rest <laughs> of his career. Uh, <laughs> not joking. I think. It'd be uh, great TV, but yeah, Ruben Neves, I think he's great. I think that is, if that goes through, I think that is a sign that Xhaka, uh, some maybe a Torreira, someone like that, is going to be out the exit door. I think probably both should be yet, regardless of if you sign anyone. But I mean, you do need to cover them, obviously. Um, yeah, Willock, you want to keep Joe Willock, but apparently, well, obviously, I don't know how true this is. Uh, it was on 90 mins, obviously, you got all known 90 mins. Um, yeah, he's told the Gunners hierarchy that he wants to leave and return to Newcastle. Um, which is yeah. fair enough. I think, think that's what I said in the last podcast. I think if we were to actually play him, then fair enough, we should keep him. But for someone that's sort of quite young, had a decent enough spell at, um, at Newcastle, 
why not? Just if we're not going to play him, let him go. Let him develop as a young player. Even if it is to Newcastle, he might not do maybe as much as people think. But just let him go. <laughs> Cut the strings. Let him be. Just let him develop as a player, man. Um, like that at Arsenal right now. It's like, oh, oh yeah, definitely. What's the there's, point? Yeah, there's a, there's a few players, but yeah, some of them just take longer to kick in than others, and yeah, yeah, that's what it is. I can understand it why he wants to go. He was great for Newcastle I'd, last year. When yeah, he got I'd happily happily see him stay, but only if he's actually going to get sort of enough minutes. Um, but equally, yeah, if he's not going to be guaranteed those minutes, then let him go. Yeah, if Smith Rose getting minutes, oh, will it... we have had a follow. Nithin2004 is now following. Thanks for the follow, man. Love that. Love that. Harris. Good stuff. We are now at 46. We're 92% to our goal, guys. 92%. Thank you to everyone who has subscribed. More followers. You've absolutely smashed it, and we love each and every one of you. Feel free to drop um, a comment, Nithin. Say hi. Welcome to the channel, whatever you want. Yeah, welcome. Welcome. Drop us comments. Well, let us know what you want to talk about. If you've got any questions. Drop them in the box. Mark will read them out for you. Exactly. But uh, probably the best Arsenal news. Uh, oh, and Jacob uh, subscribed or oh, followed. Uh, oh, two and one, two. I don't think he realised he wasn't. Jacob, I'm disappointed. I'm disappointed that oh, Mo Farah signed you. Uh, <laughs> thanks again for the follow. Though. Thanks for the follow, brother. But uh, yeah, you should have been following before this, though. No, I'm just did you put uh, the uh, the follower thing over my face? No. Uh, yeah, I did. Well, I'm full. I'm put it over one of our faces. I'll move it. I'll move it now. No, just keep it up permanently. That'd be quality. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So the best Arsenal news. Sorry, is uh, I don't know if anyone saw it, but Arsenal had a pre-season game against Hibs, and <laughs> they lost two-one. And the first goal was one of the most incredible things I've ever seen in my life. Oh, the cheap quality goalkeeping. Kids, talk through it, bro. It was hilarious. Well, I, do, I say I know about him. He's literally just signed a senior contract with Arsenal, um, maybe a week or so ago. Um, he's been gone through the um, Hellend Academy, um, loads of stuff like that. And yeah, he played the first half, made a horrendous mistake. We went one nil down. Uh, then we went two nil down, and then Emil Smith Rowe scored, and we uh, end up losing two one. But still. Um, Pre-season, I don't really give a fuck about it, if I'm being completely honest. Uh, we put out a pretty meh team. There's a lot of youngsters that played. Most of the players came off at half-time and were replaced by even more youngsters. Um, I, I think Hibs played a slightly stronger team. I think it was more of their first team than we probably put out. Um, I did have a look at their team earlier, and I recognised only a couple of their players, and I kind of thought about it. I don't know many of their players anyway, so... It is what it is, but yeah, I don't. I'm not really bothered about preseason. Obviously, it's funny Arsenal losing to Hibs. It's just, it is what it is. It's classic Arsenal. Would we have started a season any other way? What no, a way to do it! Not. Like the first game after it's announced to the world that you're going to be, you know, the new focus of the Amazon All or Nothing documentary. The Man City one was electric. The Tottenham one was so much entertainment. And now they've only gone and ramped it up higher by saying, you know what, fuck it. I mean, honestly, oh. it's it's quality, quality uh, marketing and everything from Amazon. <laughs> Horrendous from Arsenal. I don't know what we were thinking. Unless we've got some mad cards up our sleeve that's just going to make us... But we're just going to play the sympathy card the whole, the whole season. It's like, please, 
I don't want to stick on Arsenal for ages because we could talk about this for fucking days. But um, I was watching a, a guy talk about some football on YouTube uh, earlier who was a bit old and I think he's in his mid-30s, right? So he knows Arsenal from back in the day as well, right? When they were good. Um, Sorry, hang on. And, yeah, uh, you know. And, uh, and uh, he was saying, like, this for me, this them doing this Amazon dot was a nail in the coffin for me that the old Arsenal is gone. And it's not coming back anytime soon because it was like he was just saying like the class, all the esteem around Arsenal back in the day, the big marble halls and all this kind of stuff. You'd never catch them dead doing anything like this. And now, you know, it's just a fall from grace. And it is sad to see, man, because I do remember Arsenal and how much respect you'd have for Arsenal. I know, Mike, you'd be the same. How much respect you had for Arsenal back in the day when we were kids and how big team, big names they were and how scared of them you were. Um, and now it's like, I love playing Arsenal, man. Like it's, it's just like, to win a game. Like, we can win three points. Something funny might happen. Like <laughs> that's right. Happen. We we beat you both times last year season. I think uh, once we drew. Oh well. But then you know before the I think it was yeah before that you hadn't beaten us in three seasons. But uh, yeah. No, we we had beaten. We I don't think we'd think you'd threat. beaten us one game in every season. I'm not sure if no, we like, had beaten before, you before. Last the season. game you beat us this season, the last game, the second game of our season, the, whatever, the second leg of our, you know, two fixtures in the Premier League. Yeah. You hadn't beaten us since 2018 in the Premier League. Yeah, I'm not sure. About <laughs> that, but, oh, yeah. I'll bet. All right, you two talk. I'll get it up. Go ahead. That's fine. Yeah. You're doing the transfers new, mate. What are we going to talk about? I'll look it up instead, mate. I'll look it up instead. No, no, you've never beaten us, actually. <laughs> Anyway, I've got the notes up here. I could just move on, actually. Yeah, yeah, go, go, go. You do you. Liverpool prepared oh, to Liverpool pay. Yeah, oh, wow, what timing. Go. Liverpool to pay. Okay, yeah. sorry, sorry, sorry. God's go. sake. So, yeah. So, we got January 20th, uh, January 20th, 2018, Arsenal versus Palace. Arsenal won 4-1. Then 28th of October, 2018, Arsenal versus Palace. We drew 2 all. 21st of April, 2019, Arsenal versus Palace. We won 3-2. 27th of October 2019, Arsenal versus Palace, we drew 2 all. 11th of January 2020, Crystal Palace versus Arsenal, we drew 1 all. 14th of January 2021, Arsenal versus Crystal Palace, we drew 0 0. May, May 19th 2021, Arsenal versus Crystal Palace, you won 3 1. Okay, so it was two seasons or two and a half seasons, yeah. Since 2018. Two and a half seasons, yeah. Yeah, like I said, since 2018. But uh, <laughs> yeah, Liverpool, Nico- Nicolo Barella, mate. 60 million. Oh, wow, big money. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to sit here and say I know a lot about him. I, I just know much from, obviously, playing for Italy, which he did very well. Yeah, he's a good player. Inter yeah. Milan won the, won the Serie A with Inter Milan. Yeah. Um, well, won the Euros as well. So won the Euros of Italy was a big part play. of the team. But this goes back uh, to me seeing, okay, Klopp's going for this. Would pay big money. That's fine. I trust Klopp. That's calm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's a Wijnaldum replacement. And if you're yeah, going to replace straight Wijnaldum, you have to pay big. Yeah, exactly. So, no, I'm I'm looking forward to that. Um, hopefully, that's something I would like to see happen because we do need a big replacement there, a, a big money replacement as well. Yeah, that, he's a quality baller. Yeah, I think I think he would fit quite well into the Liverpool squad as well. You know, yeah. in that mid, I think it would be quite nice to see him. I don't know. Do is he more of like a central holding midfielder? Is he more of a central attacking? I think he'd go forward and back. I don't think about. I don't think nice. he's much of a DM. Like you wouldn't mm. want to put, but you got Fabinho, so it don't matter. Exactly. Um, because I think Thiago oh, is that attacking, yeah. that attacking oh, nature. So he I, can I was sit in the middle and just do what ping passes and stuff yeah. like that, and then get on the edge of the box and put a, a goal in if needs be, all that kind nice. of stuff. So yeah, it, it's you know, it I'd like to see is. that happen. I really would. I That'd think be, be nice. great. Yeah, definitely. Be great. Um, yeah, I mean that's 
it, I guess, really, in terms of what you need. Like, maybe another centre-forward striker to replace Firmino, essentially. But I know, I know we have... Um, we might have a right-back issue, but then... That's because... Yeah, our trend is pretty shit. <laughs> no, it's not that trend shit. We don't have like a backup. If you get, because you know he, if he I gets injured, you that Donny Turkish Donny or whatever. Oh, to me, Cass. I mean, he's a flop. Yeah. Let's be honest. I <laughs> is he paid? I forgot he bought. Exactly, him. he's not done anything. Like oh, I haven't heard anything good. about him. We've got him, and I've Basically, never seen him play. Every Liverpool signing of last year, they did fuck all. Um, Tiago. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, did all right, but yeah. But um, other than that, yeah, I still probably class Thiago as a bit of a flop. I think he just had a hard time settling. I think the later end of the season, he was smashing that. Yeah, I don't he was dominating he, that mid. But I think he flops. He didn't exactly play badly. He didn't. No, it's just the level right. we. He we wasn't needed. playing at his usual level. Though. No, not at all. I just think that was That's new, new team, new nature. Figure out what's going on, and yeah. off he goes. But yeah. It's um, hard to continue the form you have when you're playing at Bayern Munich to any other club, regardless of where you go, because mm. that's league and everything. So set up for them to just dominate it. Uh, they can do whatever they want. So, um, Joe yeah, Gomez go. is returned to training. Joe Gomez, yeah. First time in eight months. I'm defensively, I'm I'm so confident now. We've Van Dijk, Gomez back, and Canate, and that Phillips is nice and yeah. developed. Is Van Dijk in back in training? Uh, I've not seen his, he's back in training. I've seen Gomez is back in training. But... I've seen him. I've seen loads of videos of Van Dyke. Not. I'm not sure if it's specifically training. Obviously, I've seen him back doing a lot of fitness stuff at the moment. But I don't know if he's back with the yeah, first team might not training. Be in, yeah, he might not be in first team um, training. But he's, probably, he's obviously doing a lot of rehab. And that stuff might like be that. the reason. How long has he had out? I know he's had way more than time. I I just haven't seen anything specifically. However, um, that might be a reason why we've got Ibrahim in the team as well. Yeah. So I think defensively, I think we. Well, okay. imagine if Van Dijk is shit now. That's oh. <laughs> literally what I said in the last podcast. He gets his injury and now he's just shit. Like he's just there's no like that's it. And then Liverpool just shit again now. <laughs> that, that, that. Not right. title winners anymore. Um, I love that. Yeah. <laughs> that some of the hate of Arsenal. <laughs> yeah. I would not yeah, like that. Oh, yeah. oh man, the, if the spotlight wasn't on Arsenal before next season, it's going to be what we talk about every fucking week. All right, so let's see what like this documentary is going to be covering. Oh mate, it's going to be quality. Arteta's getting Love sacked. It. He's getting sacked. It's well, not... I'm not. I'm not. I'm not sure if he will make it through. Well, this is his make or break season. He will be sacked this season if it, if it's not going well. Last season, I think you could give him the benefit of the doubt. It was his first proper full season. Um, I think this season's literally. He doesn't perform, he's out. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, All right, let's speed through these last ones because we've only got 12 minutes before we have to leave. Um, La Liga, they've reduced their wage budget, which means, uh, well, for Real Madrid specifically, which means that now Real Madrid are going to have to sack off a load of their high earning players. Um, I think the La Liga is sort of just, you know, I think they've been exposed. I mean, we, we've known it all along that the whole league is, is like guarantees. Barcelona and Real Madrid to be the top two teams in the league every fucking season. Atletico have obviously recently come in and, and, and made a mess of that. I think La Liga are trying to you know rake that back a bit, maybe get a bit more um, parity between them and the uh, and the rest of the league. Um, but yeah, so it looks like obviously we talk about Varane, 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 whatever. He's looking like he's going to be going to Man United potentially. Uh, look like they're going to be getting rid of Isco, Marcelo, uh, Diaz, and uh, Erdegaard and more. Um, in order to be able to clear wages and pr probably sign Mbappe, I imagine is where they're going to go with that. 
Um, wow. But yeah, Have I mean... you heard about the recent audio leak that's happened about Perez, Florentino Perez? No. It doesn't surprise me, though. So, he called uh, Raul and Casillas the two greatest scams of Real Madrid. Uh, he called Ronaldo an imbecile. And he called Jose uh, Mourinho abnormal. Uh, it's all just been leaked in this right. something, some sort of audio thing, which is um, kind of mad. <laughs> He's just been on a mad one the last couple of months, uh, Perez. He's just yeah, bitter I about mean, everything that's yeah, happened. Yeah, that's weird. I mean, he's not said anything there that's, like, offensive or anything. I don't really... Or, like, you know, nothing out of there that's... You've got, you've got, Raul, like, Raul and Casillas being called uh, the two biggest scams of Real Madrid. Just, we just, But that's not like a... That's just like, well, you're fucking chatting shit, like, what are you talking about? Yeah, like, no, exactly. You know what I mean? He hasn't said anything that just makes me go, oh, fucking hell. But it, no, it's, yeah, it's not uh, like he's dropping C-bombs on him, but, like, like no. still... Yeah, um, we've had um, so Zach football is in the is in the, is Hello, in the group. Hello, he's uh, he said he I'm in self isolation. I'm in self isolation, so gonna be binge watching. Love the content, brilliant. Love That's that. what we love to hear, mate. Uh, we did recently look at your stuff as well. We heard where you were doing a little football thing as well, but unfortunately, yeah. self isolation sounds like it's gonna get in the way of that. So we are happy to fill in for all of your football content. Your training going, lad. <sighs> nice. Yeah. I saw, watched some of your video the other day. You you knew one that you dropped about your. You becoming the best. Nice best of the best of the best, sir. Exactly. Keep going. Maybe we'll be talking about you in transfer roundups someday soon. You never know, mate. Yeah. 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 Give it Another news. news. Zach Football's on a transfer yeah. to Real Madrid. Moving on from Real Madrid, because like, they're just the shit show that they are. Let's get to the other Spanish <laughs> shit show. Uh, Barcelona. Um, obviously, we yeah, we were talking about you know the situation with them, but they have agreed uh, a new five-year deal with their king, Lionel Messi. Um, oh. He has agreed to half his 500k a week wages in order to stay with the club, because uh, obviously you know their their wage situation. Is are, they, are they halving it to half a million, or was it already at half a million? No, it wouldn't it have been surprised me. It was already oh, at half a million. And it, now, I was gonna say it wouldn't have surprised me if he was earning a million pound a week. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, just fifty-two mil a year for Mac. Yeah, obviously, like we know, they're going to get they're shipping off a load of young players. Um, I've seen recently that Everton are eyeing up a move for uh, Clement Longley, which I think would be an incredible signing for them. Um, it'd be insane. Like he's he's a very good young player, but like you said, you know, he's just not good enough to warrant keeping with their current final financial situation and how much he earns and all that. Um, but yeah, they're, they're Marseille. Are, uh, the closest team to signing Coutinho, um, which is just a fall from grace, isn't it? Bloody hell. Um, but yeah, I, I've heard that they're, they've had an offer. I don't know how true that is, but they are waiting on teams like Leicester and Arsenal to come forward with a bid, of which I imagine they will be expecting more money than what Marseille are offering. Um, I could definitely see Arsenal doing it. I can't see Leicester going for it. But I think I could definitely see Arsenal offering like a low just ball. link with him every year, man the yeah. last couple of years if we can get him for d dirt cheap why not but if we're just gonna have to pay more than we probably should i don't see the point no no um yeah i don't i don't really uh, it would just be very arsenal um which would be why it'd be great to see it happen i suppose yeah. and but, next um, we'll be going for zaha as well yeah 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 you'd be paying like yeah. somehow 45 we'll get 45 but it'll pay you 145 for some reason yeah. Yeah, you'll give us uh, 45 and, uh, like, I don't know, Saka. We'll take it. 
Uh, <laughs> 45 mil over the next 45 years. Oh, yeah, true, true. true. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, Everton, like I was just talking about Everton, obviously, yeah, long lay. They, uh, somehow, it looks like they've won the race, won, won the race, uh, run, <laughs> won the race, fucking hell, for uh, Denzel Dumfries, you know, the uh, Netherlands wing back that was tearing up at the Euros. Um, yeah. Yeah. They, it looks like they're going to be signing him for oh. like 20 million euros, which is crazy. Nice. Um, nice. So if Everton could do that, then that's a madness. Um, fair play to him. Uh, yeah, I mean, PSG, not really much to say. They are about to announce the signing of Donnarumma, um, which is crazy that he's gone to PSG. Um, and Ramos has just come out and said that um, all, like great players should, all great players should go to uh, uh, you know uh, should go to Real Madrid, uh, but not Mbappe, not yet. <laughs> oh, fair. Yeah, he's, I mean, he's, he's speaking facts. He's speaking facts. Yeah. He, he thinks that Mbappe should give it another couple of years before going to uh, Madrid. Fair enough. Yeah, fair enough. Um, PSG, all they, all these moves they've made, and they still ain't gonna win the Champions League. <laughs> uh, they just won't. They don't have that grit. They're not that kind of team. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's because they're, they're not a team that has to work for stuff. You know, no, the it's, last it's the Farmers League teams, problem. The last few seasons, if you look at the Champions League winners, they've all been teams that are gritty and have had to fight and like tooth and nail uh, and get in the mud. And that, like Chelsea, your Liverpools, you know, even before that, Real Madrid, they had to get in the mud to beat that Liverpool team. Do you know what I mean? They had to get dirty. They had to really. Do it. And that's how you win it. You don't win it by being all fancy and like, oh, I'm just going to, you know, run down the pitch of Mbappe and put it in. It don't work, bro. Um, <laughs> you know, you got to have a bit of grit about you. And maybe that's what they're doing, trying to bring in, you know, your Ramoses, your Donnarumma's, your Wijnaldum's that have been there. But I just, the culture at PSG is just not right. Do you know what I mean? It's just, they immediately think they're the best. And it's like, we, you ain't that. I know you've got, got a long confidence. Ladder. You've got to be, like, believe in yourself to be able to sort of be the best. But when you've not really got any other competition, sort of bigging yourself up even more just makes you just look really arrogant yeah. and quite yeah. stupid, really. Yeah. And they lost out on the French League this year to teams that have nowhere near as many resources as they do. Isn't that? They're a joke of a team and they always will be. Um, they'll never have I, they'll never have my respect I'm not going to lie uh, no. the only good thing I like about PSG is the fact that they got that banging yeah they put the sponsorship oh, deal yeah. with Jordan and so yeah, their kits are nice and that's yeah, about banging um, so just before we yeah. move on we've had um, a couple more comments from Zach where'd you get the background from it's just a video I found online it's on loop I don't know just, there you go. Yeah. Um, he said he's also going to make videos like ours we've been a bit of an inspiration for him so I'm glad we can help you out figure out some sort of format if that's yeah, it's kind of chaos think? it's kind of chaotic for us but if we seem organized and that's this <laughs> this man up here alfie i'm pointing towards you doing a bit of organization for us every week and uh me yeah. me and ollie are more background people we'll just do other stuff um after the prep, <laughs> after the prep <laughs> we do the uh, post-production post uh, yeah, so um it's good teamwork to be fair uh just one more what do you think of nuno Tavares signing for arsenal when arsenal and arsenal's performance last night we we, I don't think you were in a podcast a little bit we earlier. We did touch on it. Hilariously horrendous, basically. Uh, and hopefully more to come. Ollie, please speak on um, your new your new man. Yeah, um, can't say I know sort of too much about him, really. But um, he should be good. Uh, just obviously providing competition for um, Tierney. Um, I don't, I'm not sure if he's going to start too much. Obviously, I know Tierney's had a couple of injury issues over the last um, sort of 12 or so months. Um, so maybe if he does, 
maybe you move to the left centre back if you're playing a back three. Yeah, maybe. Um, but yeah, I, I don't think he's going to play that much if um, Tierney's going to be or in the same the position that sort of he plays in in that left back role. But if yeah, Tierney moves to that sort of left centre back role and a sort of five at the back sort of thing, then he could come on. He could play. Um, I'm interested to see what he's got. To be honest, um, yeah. Don't really know too much else about him, really. Wait Just and see. Wait and interested. see. Interested, yeah. Wait and see, Pi. No, you... definitely. I think. Uh, yeah, we'll see. I don't know anything about him, but I mean, if he'll get game time, we'll see what happens. If he doesn't, which I'm expecting he won't, but we'll see what goes on, man. I mean, nice. moving on to Ollie's most hated team, Spurs. Quite funny. They've been rejected by some Don. I didn't even know who he was. Um, Jules Kunde. He basically they offered some money. And Davison Sanchez to go to Sevilla in order for Jules Conde to come this way to the Premier League, and the player rejected the move because he doesn't want to. He wants to continue playing for Sevilla because they have Champions League, and just harp on, harps back to that old uh, Di Maria quote when he was still playing at Real Madrid, saying it's tough. It was along the lines of, I'm paraphrasing a little bit, but uh, along the lines of, um, it hurts a lot when you're playing the best you've ever played and you're linked to Spurs, <laughs> um, and that's a genuine quote. <laughs> Um, oh that is yeah. that is brilliant so that's hilarious still so relevant <laughs> oh yeah definitely let's have a look let me get it up here i don't want to butcher it um oh i don't know i can't find it but oh here we go here we go um it hurts when you when you're always doing your best and then you hear you might be going to spurs there we go oh. um, <laughs> which is fair enough fair enough um yeah spurs you, you, they're just a joke man um it's hilarious, absolutely hilarious. But um, they'll probably do kind of shitty this year, I imagine. They've gone for some Japanese Don as well, and I never heard of him before. I can't remember his name, but he, uh, no one else, no other Premier League teams have been going for him. Um, so, unless they found an absolutely hidden gem, which I really highly doubt, um, <laughs> they're probably just moving for, uh, I don't know. Just mm. whatever, you know, desperate at this point to just make fans happy, I think, especially Levy. Gee, his job is definitely a hot seat for this coming upcoming season, which is actually an episode idea I've had for before we start next the season. Next, we're going to go into our um, pretenders and hot seats for the 2021 season, who we think are pretenders to do well, who are tipped to do well but won't, and then hot seats, who are the managers or players that are going to get fired or sold, that kind of thing, who we think going into the season could potentially be that kind of person, which I think would be quite cool. But we're just going to finish off on my palace. Uh, not much really going on, to be honest. I think we've got more, we, loads of rumours. Uh, but the most, the one I'm most interested in is uh, potentially, obviously, Vieira signing a, a former player of his, Casper Dolberg from Nice, uh, for about £25 million. Obviously, uh, performed quite well at, uh, for Denmark in the Euros. Um, I fully expect if we get him, he'll flop, basically, is where I'm at. Um, mm. It always happens with some of these Euro players. They have a great or, or well a major tournament, international tournament players. They have a good tournament. They sign big, and then they never really hit the heights that they were going to go on to. Uh, obviously, James Rodriguez, you could argue, is one, but obviously he did. He, he is a good player, but obviously after we saw in the 2014 World Cup, you'd think he'd have gone on to bigger and better things, right, than what he'd done. Uh, maybe Ochoa. Do you remember Ochoa, the Mexican keeper? He yeah. went to Malaga and did nothing. Um, He's a guy that looks a bit like, um, what's his name? The guy from How I Met Your Mother. Ted. Yeah, Ted. 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 Ted
if he if, if we can get him for if we can get him sign him whatever. Uh, but we have two strikers already and Benzeke and Mateta, so I don't really know what's going to happen with that. We'll see. But uh, yeah, that's it. I like to see him in the um in the prem. Yeah, I mean, yeah, fine. He's not someone that I'm like crazy interested in. I'd rather. I don't think it's anyone you need, but I think it would be interesting to see him in the prem. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah. Well, we don't need him. I don't really want to sign him to be honest. I'd rather sign someone else. Spend the twenty-five million on another player in a position that we need. Maybe a young centre back or something. Uh, um, we have a Palace-related question. Um, I think it's fairly. Obvious one. Do you think Palace will get relegated with Vieira as coach? Zach said, I generally think they will. I don't know, mate, to be honest. I think is it. we have to, you know, we've got to be... The, the, the guys haven't kicked a ball under Vieira yet. Do mm. you know what I mean? We haven't seen what they're going to play like. We haven't seen, you know, we've got new signings coming in. You know, we're going to be using a lot of our youth that are, are very good. So we'll see what happens, man. Um, yeah. I was listening go to one way. of the old podcasts from a couple yeah. of... Uh... I think we'll... We could definitely, sorry, Oli, we could definitely go down. I think this is, if any, like, Roy Hodgson guarantees you Premier League safety. We've known that before. Well, I mean, literally, yeah, we haven't been in the relegation zone since 2018. So, you know, it's one of those things, you know. Um, he does, it, To move forward as a club, you have to take risks, right? You could have stayed with Roy Hodgson. We could have pushed on for another couple of years, probably, um, playing shit football, not, you know, no one enjoying it, that kind of stuff. Just scraping in, you know, not scraping by because we were finishing, like, 14th, 13th, 12th. 11th around those kind of positions year in year out so but i think you know you have to be brave and i do think there's a higher risk of relegation this year i think out of any year it's probably the most prominent but i also think mate this is the most prominent time we've had that palace could show something you know we've got we've got good players we just hadn't been playing in a good system and you know not not a good system not an entertaining system i think I don't know. Just as long as they're... Th- I'm just banking on there's three worse teams than us, to be honest. Um, <laughs> if I'm being honest, would I have trusted someone like Frank Lampard with this team more than Vieira? Probably not. Um, I don't see what Frank Lampard could do that Vieira couldn't do with this team. If anything, Frank Lampard showed us but even more money couldn't perform. Oh, and yeah. better than couldn't perform. So, you know, uh, it'll be interesting to see. But yeah, I do think that relegation could definitely be on the cards for, for my boys this year. But, you know, if it happens, it happens. Well, you know, not going to get... It is happen. what it is. You'll, at least you'll get entertaining championship football. Yeah, I'll probably go and get a season ticket as well. It'll be half the price. <laughs> so right, right. Me, you and Harry going to, to see championship football next season. Reading Palace. Get... Yeah. No, and Arsenal. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Ollie has three teams, remember? So oh, give over. Give it all this again. But, um, but yeah, no. Uh, but yeah, we're wrapping up there because we've got to go. Yeah, uh, Mark. Uh, Mark well, I don't know why I just said your name. Um, give us a thumbs up, lad. Uh, yeah, <laughs> everyone for watching. Make sure to like, subscribe, uh, hit notification bell, follow whatever it is on the platform, and we're on it. Make sure to hit it, and uh, yeah, check our Instagram and our Facebook. You know, it's just Footy Fetish Podcast or Footy Fetish, and then we're on Spotify, Apple Music, all that good stuff. YouTube. Make sure to give us a like. Yeah, drop. It just pops up then, right there. I've just put it in. <laughs> Yeah, just popped sure. up right there. Yeah. yeah, in the comment section, go follow everything. You've got no excuse now. There's a link. All you got to do is press the link. And yeah, that's it. But yeah, we'll be back. Well, I guess this is coming out. Well, we'll be back this time, basically, for the live streamers and then whatever it is for the people that aren't watching on the live stream. Uh, yeah, this is our last Euros episode. Um, Maybe a quick little yeah team of the tournament, something like yeah. that. But yeah, we're moving on to... Just 
other little random bits during the off season uh, and just preparation for um, having a the look. Premier League. Yeah. yeah, we're going to do our 2021-2022 predictions. Um, we're going to do another secret shirt. I'm not sure when we're going to do that. Oh yeah, that. yeah, that think. was fun. Secret um, shirt reveals. We're gonna. We've got obviously we're doing our fantasy league. Uh, we're doing a draft for it, so I believe yeah, that we probably. are going to live stream our draft on Discord for everyone, and so you guys can come in and watch that, and and you know get a feel for our teams and see who's picked who, who's messed up, who's smashed it. Yeah, um, for all yeah. the actual more specific rules of the draft a bit closer yeah, to the time, just so people know what we're doing. It's a little bit different to your standard fantasy, but yeah, yeah. we'll explain it all when we get to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure people know about it. It's on the Premier League app and stuff. You can. It's the fa- it's the draft one, not the normal one. But yeah, we'll go, we'll talk about that. But and then yeah, like I said, I want to do my pretenders and hot seats. Um, at some point, we'll we'll do that probably just before the season starts. I imagine. Um, Jacob yeah. coming in. I'm gonna win the fantasy. Watch me. Okay, mate. You. Oh, yeah. You. To be fair, you won the Euro one, right, Jacob. <laughs> Jacob won the Euro one, didn't he? Yeah. 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 Oh, well, Trent, the, Trent uh, Alexander we'll... Arnold played throughout the whole tournament in his team. Talking <laughs> about the, uh, the Euro Fantasy, if you are interested in seeing how we did, we have put up all the pictures and stuff on uh, of the of the uh, final league table on uh, on Instagram. Uh, it's quite easy to find me, Mark, and Harry. You might have to do a little bit of scrolling to find Ollie. But uh... <laughs> yeah, well, I'm sorry, I did very well, all things considering. I was like last with yeah. about two games to go, and then I ended up like. What was that like a mid table? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Joint eleventh. Yeah. With Although if you're going all things considering, you did pretty terrible to be yeah. set. I know, started mid table. I started mid table and pulled myself to the yeah. top, mate. You started in what? Start one game. <laughs> Either way. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I, I did badly uh, in the Euro one, but I always do quite well in the fans in the uh, Premier League, and that's well, we'll see. Famous we'll last week. Famous we'll last Um but yeah, so uh, yeah, thanks everyone. Make sure, yeah, you do all that stuff that I said about a couple of seconds ago, whatever it was, just do it all. Um, and yeah, we will see you next week uh, for more, maybe Euros, maybe Premier League. Who knows? Maybe both. Right. Maybe both. All right. Bye. Thanks, bye. Haters.